With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Are you tired of endlessly searching for work, applying for jobs, and never hearing back? Job openings vanishing into thin air? What if with just one connection, you could link with dozens of companies that are hiring? What if that connection was a locally owned business ready to help without charging a fee? Express Employment Professionals is your one connection. Go to ExpressPros.com. With endless opportunities, it's time to try something new in your job search. Let Express Employment Professionals help you. Start at ExpressPros.com. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Back at it on a Tuesday. Welcome in as we are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Aaron Torres, the Chargers are in the playoffs, clinching a playoff berth last night with a win over the Indianapolis Colts. Brandon Staley onto the postseason for the first time in his career. The Chargers in the playoffs for the first time since 2018. We talked about it to end yesterday's show, filling in for both Doug and Cavino and Rich. You know, I mean, the path was there, right? And and I know we're going to talk about what that path was exactly, but you're in Indianapolis. That team is struggling. They're down to, I don't even know what quarterback it is at this point with Nick Foles. Um, and listen, this is, you know, if you're a contender, if you're a team that is going to reach its potential, that we the potential that we all believe that they have, that's a game you got to have on the road in a standalone game, Monday Night Football. They get the job done. The question that I would ask you, Dan, is uh, does beating a bad Colts team to clinch a playoff spot, does, it, does that fundamentally change, uh, now that the, the Chargers are actually in the playoffs, does that fundamentally change how you feel about them as opposed to, say, a month ago when the, when the record wasn't nearly as good? This is, uh, I think the Chargers are unique in the fact that this season, I, I think that there have been, I'll take teams that are similar to where the Chargers are, and that's wild card teams. Uh, let's take a look at the New York Giants, for example. I don't think we really believe that the New York Giants are a playoff caliber team. I think we believe that they've done it with a lot of smoke and mirrors. Brian Dable has pulled a rabbit out of his hat here, there, and everywhere. And 
I don't think we believe in the Giants. Same thing with the Washington Commanders, who I do think are getting better. Now we just don't know what they're going to do at the quarterback position. So there's a couple of wildcard teams in the NFC. In the AFC, we've seen the Miami Dolphins just have this fall from grace. We talked about it a bunch yesterday. Now two is in concussion protocol. You're riding a four-game slide after a five-game win streak. They have been a roller coaster for a good portion of the season. And, 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 and by a roller coaster, I mean one, Aaron, that goes all the way up to the top and then just completely drops to the bottom. That's what the Miami Dolphins have been over the last nine or ten weeks. And then you take a team like the Chargers beat the Dolphins a few weeks ago, part of that four-game losing streak. And I just don't think that we have – I don't think we have locked into the Chargers except for maybe that Sunday night game, maybe that game against the Chiefs that they had that, again, was a close one. But when they're not playing those marquee games, I don't think that we have focused on the Chargers as much. And I, I don't know if it's because of the injuries. I don't know if it's because – they aren't in first place in their division, but I just feel like this Chargers team with the situation that they have they have played in this season have really gone under the radar, and I think people were probably caught by surprise if you weren't a diehard football fan realizing that the Chargers could have clinched and did clinch a playoff berth last night because we just we aren't talking about them all. The only thing that we are talking about with the Chargers is – Emmanuel Acho saying that Justin Herbert is a social media quarterback. Like that's it. Like that's the only conversation we've had from them. And considering the injuries that they've had, I just don't think that they've been on the radar. And I think people assume that they were just having a blah sort of mediocre year. Here they are nine and six in the playoffs. So to your point, I think that the, their their situation is unique to compared to the other thirty one teams in the NFL, and really compared to the teams in the NFL that are vying for that wild card spot. I don't think that we've talked about we we've talked about the Seahawks more than we've talked about the Chargers because of the absence of Russell Wilson and what Geno Smith is doing and now they're not even in the playoff picture. We talk about the Lions and their surge. We have never really talked about the Chargers as a team or a threat, and I just think that's very odd. Well, and and I think that's kind of my my sentiment as well. Is and I'll be honest, you know, I, I've been in every day since uh, Friday here uh, on Fox Sports Radio, and it really wasn't until the dust settled with with the the Dolphins game the other day that that it did strike me that the Chargers were playing for a playoff berth last night when they went to Indianapolis. And so when I look at the Chargers, I, I have a we I. Have have a hard time contextualizing them because a couple things stand out for me and I know Chargers fans listening are probably just going to be mad at me for not jumping on the bandwagon I do think they deserve credit for overcoming all these you know outside things the injuries and everything like that but I, I do think that kind of before the season we had this sentiment of you know if they don't make the playoffs let me tell you heads are going to roll Brandon Staley's going to be out it's going to be a disaster in Chargerland and so in theory you would think now that they're in the playoffs oh you know all is hunky dory and I don't know that I believe that I mean you you look at the, exactly the context that you laid out the Jets are falling apart they've lost five uh, four straight five of six overall. The Dolphins have, have, of course, lost four straight, and I know one of them was to the Chargers, so I don't want to discredit the Chargers for beating them. The Patriots have lost four out of five. The only one that they won was the game, unfortunately, that Kyler Murray got hurt. So I, I just I look at this Chargers team, 
and it's not to diminish what they accomplished last night. It was a win in your end situation. We have to give them credit for everything that they did last night, knowing what the stakes were. But I just don't know that I'm like super excited about the Chargers the way that I thought I would be. Where if you had told me, say, uh, you know, before week one or whatever, hey, guess what? The Chargers are going to make the playoffs this year. I, I, I probably would have said, I feel differently about Brandon Staley. I feel differently about the trajectory of this organization. And I'll be honest, right now, I'm not sure that I do, despite clinching that playoff berth last night. Do you? So you think that the Chargers can upgrade at head coach? I that, that's what I would say. Well, I mean, you can upgrade, but you can also downgrade, right? I mean, it, it depends on who's available. What I would say is, I don't believe that at any point in this season, um, I uh, the the reason that the Chargers are winning is because I've seen a master class in coaching. I, I've I've seen that at times with Robert Sala, even though it's fallen off. I've frankly seen that at times with Mike McDaniel with the way that Miami's able to move the ball. I've definitely seen it with, as you said, Brian Dable. Maybe I just haven't watched the right Chargers games. I don't know. But there's never once where I came out of that game saying, man, you know, Brandon Staley is squeezing every ounce out of the, the rag, you know, every ounce of, of, of what they're capable of out of the rag. Maybe I'm wrong and maybe you see it differently. I just don't know that I see that personally when I watch the Chargers. I think that you have to take the injuries into account. And I know that there are fans of other teams saying, well, what about our injuries? These injuries are to your Pro Bowl and All-Pro caliber left tackle, Rashawn Slater. They didn't have Joey Bosa. Uh, they haven't had Joey Bosa for a, a much of this season. You also you lost Derwin James last night for his illegal hit and then concussion. Uh, Derwin James has at times not been available. Keenan Allen missed half the year. Mike Williams missed about four or five games. So you take all of those pieces – and yet they've somehow still been able to keep it afloat. And, and, and while this isn't, a, this isn't a kudos to Brandon Staley, their running game stinks. And they're still 9-6. and six. Like, they don't, they don't run the ball that well. And so to be able to piece this together, I actually think he's done a much better job than even on the surface, considering some of the instances that the Chargers have had to deal with this season. And that's kind of the knock, right? Like, is is the fact that they have dealt with all those injuries. Um, you know, they've had the most important player healthy at quarterback in Justin Herbert. So I would have to go through and see who's healthy, who's not, who's dealt with injuries, who isn't, because everybody deals with some injuries. But I will say that the, the caliber of player that they've lost is most important. But but let me ask you, I, I did this uh, I did this with, with uh, my partner, VJ Husky, on Sunday when I was filling in for Dan Byer and George Reister. When when the the Rams were you know beating the you know what out of the Broncos, I did a a blame pie on who's to blame for the Broncos. How much is it Hackett? How much is it Russell Wilson? Mm-hmm. How much is it everybody else? Let's do a credit pie. This is a glasses half full show here, Dan Byer on the Doug Gottlieb show. If you were giving credit to the Chargers for clinching a playoff spot last night. What percentage do you give to Justin Herbert for being superhuman, maybe some other elements of the team, and what credit do you give to Brandon Staley? Mm, that's interesting. Like that, um, a credit pie. Nobody's ever yes. thought of that before. Yeah. Doug Gottlieb <laughs> show original, baby. I think uh I, I would give I would give Herbert um about twenty five percent. I would give uh Austin Eckler about uh ten percent. And then I would give Brandon Staley 30%. And the pieces that they've put together, uh, 
on defense to make this work the other 35%. So you said Justin Herbert was 25%? Yeah, I know I was kind of all over the no, map, okay. but I wanted to hit my, my, my parts. 25%, 10% to Eckler, Staley gets 30, and the other 35% goes to the defense that has uh, been able to fill in some of the gaps with uh, the injuries that they've dealt with. So Staley, in your mind, gets more credit than Justin Herbert for the success of the team? Yeah, I think Staley's changed a little. Um, he's kicking field goals. He is. That is fair. You know, like like there's there is something to you know there's something to learning and th- there are guys who would dig in their heels even more. Like you thought that was bad. Watch me now. Mm-hmm. And I think that he is he has learned uh, from that. Maybe gotten a better sense of it. I still think that he gets a bad rap, and maybe this is why I'm more sensitive to the timeout that he called late in the Raiders game sure. last year, which again did not mean anything. I'm sorry, like if, if if you even follow football or understand football, you understood that the reason the Chargers lost that game was not because Brandon Staley called timeout, is because they couldn't tackle Josh Jacobs for ten yards, setting them up for that super long field goal by Daniel Carlson to beat him. Time had nothing to do with it. And and, and well, so to be fair, he also got blamed for going for it deep in his own territory a couple times. I remember there was like a fourth and eight and they ran the ball up the middle. I mean, that wasn't the that was the like crowning moment of that game, if you will. But there was a few things that he did. And but, again, that's but the fourth down stuff stuck with him all season long. For sure. Agreed. Agreed. And, and so that is that is jumbled in. But in the end, what people wanted to do, because not only did it cost the Chargers the game and a playoff berth, they wanted to put that in the bag of fourth down attempts that they didn't agree with with Brandon Staley and just to show what an awful coach he is. And then now we have, you know, if you look at Justin Herbert, you look at the jobs around the NFL and it would be the most appealing at the start of the year if Staley was on the hot seat because of that quarterback position. And I think the conversation continues because you're saying to yourself, well, we don't want to waste Justin Herbert. Mm -hmm. We don't want to, you know, make it a situation where Justin Herbert doesn't want to be here. We want to make sure that our quarterback is happy. We want to cater to him. We want him to be our quarterback for the next 15 years. And if they aren't winning, you're going to try to do whatever you can to keep Justin Herbert happy. And the first thing you would think of is make a change with the head coach. And so I think that's why those things pop in. If if you don't have a great quarterback, maybe you're saying, well, it's the quarterback position. Ron Rivera even said it with the commanders. So I think all of that kind of goes against Staley. And we probably haven't given him enough credit this year, considering going nine and six. I mean, for a season, Aaron, that is so up and down. When you look at the Chargers wins and losses, they had a bad loss to the Jaguars and they were uh, beaten up by the Seahawks when the Seahawks were playing good football. But all of their games... They won the games that they were supposed to win, uh, and pretty much, and they lost the games that you probably thought they were going to lose, but they, they were never like blown out in those games. They lost by three to the Chiefs twice, lost by six to the 49ers shorthanded up in, in San Francisco. Maybe the Raiders game a couple of weeks ago was one where you're like, okay, maybe they should have won that. But otherwise, they've kind of handled their business, and I think that's all that you can ask for when a lot of teams have not handled their business in the NFL this year. Yeah, I, I guess if I had to to grade the Chargers, I uh, you know if I was giving a credit pie, I would give much more credit to Justin Herbert. Um, but what I I think is you could I guess what I guess my point that I made is that you know 
I, I wouldn't call anything that Brandon Staley has done a masterclass in coaching, but maybe it's just not been a complete debacle every time he makes a decision. And, and you know, and by the way, sometimes they ended up well last year, and sometimes they didn't. But unfortunately, again, and we talked about this yesterday, standalone games they feel different, they look different. Obviously, they were playing the Raiders to go to the playoffs, winning your in all that stuff. And then there was even the crazy scenario late in the game where Ty and they were both in. So I only bring it up to say, you know, sometimes uh, you're only as good as the decisions that you don't make and it does feel like he scaled back the you know I got to stick to the book I got to stick to the numbers and and it's kind of a combination of the analytics but also a little bit of a, a feel for score time in the game all that good stuff and sometimes when you got a quarterback as good as Justin Herbert you don't need to do anything uh, out of the ordinary and so yeah so I, I guess I would wrap by saying you know I, I don't know that that he I, he's definitely been better this year. I don't know that I give him a ton of credit, but maybe some of the credit is just for staying out of his own way. Let's give Brandon Staley the last word as he talked about the team clinching their playoff spot last night against the Colts. Our season is not over. We have two more games against really good teams, and we need to search to play our best football so we can uh, not only get into the playoffs, but you know make a run to a Super Bowl championship, which is what our goal is. They've got the Rams coming up on New Year's Day, and then they're at Denver. So he's being very kind to those teams and calling them two really good teams. But this could be an 11-6 and six season for the Chargers. And, and, and I, I don't yeah. think that people realize how, uh, how good they are. So um, we'll, we'll see. They, if they flame out in the playoffs yeah. and have a stinker in a, in a playoff game, some of this stuff can end up uh, regurgitating, uh, no doubt about that. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. 
Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Dan Byer. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Going to check in with former NFL GM Mark Dominic in a sec. Big news today in the NFL, Aaron. J.J. Watt announcing that this will be his final season as an NFL player, uh, playing with the Arizona Cardinals right now, putting a tweet up of he, his wife, and his uh, new baby girl saying uh, that it was his daughter's first NFL game and his last NFL home game that he had Sunday night against the Buccaneers. That's how he announced his retirement. And so it hits social media, goes crazy, J.J. Watt, I think when we look at J.J. Watt, first of all, first ballot Hall of Famer, no sure, doubt. Sure. Um, I think he's the second best defensive player we've had in the NFL in the last decade. Second best player, you said. Second best defensive player. Yes. I think Aaron Donald is number one. Sure. Um, J.J. Watt, Aaron Donald, both have won Defensive Player of the Year awards three times in their career. Donald, at times, we talked about Donald as the best player in the NFL at times. It's the mm-hmm. only thing that, like, separates. And I think just for, for Aaron, not, not that J.J. Watt isn't a freak, um, because he is, and he would even play tight end. They'd throw passes to him. It's just Aaron Donald just seems to be such a one-of-one one that we've never seen. And so so I almost feel like I'm, I'm almost shortchanging him by calling him the second because his resume re- resembles one of someone who would be the best player, you know, in the NFL over the last decade. But Aaron Donald's just there. Why don't we do this, Aaron? Why don't we get a former GM's opinion? Mark Dominic joining us as he does every week here on Fox Sports Radio. First of all, Mark, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me on, guys. I hope you guys had a good season so far. Yeah, you know, you spent uh, a lot of time in NFL front offices over 20 years. Uh, we we're just talking about J.J. Watt. And I said maybe in, in, in most generations or decades, he's the best player. He just came up in Aaron Donald's. How do you characterize J.J. Watt and what his 12-year career uh, was in the NFL as he announced his retirement uh, after these two upcoming games? Well, he was, I mean, he's so dominant to the fact that, you know, he, even Houston without Deshaun Watson could find a way to win nine games because you could just take over games, create turnovers from the defensive side of the ball. And I think that's, that says a lot for a defensive player to have those kind of impacts to be able to change a defense and really kind of give you a chance to be in the win column, even when your quarterback's not real talented. And that's what it, I thought that's what J.J. Watt could do. You know, I sadly uh, can remember the 2011 draft. It might be, quite frankly, one of the greatest, if not the greatest defensive line draft in the history of the NFL. Um, and I can remember being at the Combine uh, as the GM of the Buccaneers and J.J. Watt comes in and, and myself and Raheem Morris, the head coach, after about eight minutes, you know, you have 15 minutes to sit there and talk to these guys to interview and get to know them. After about eight or nine minutes, we kicked them out of the interview because hmm. J.J. was so good, so polished, and he like he had already started his own foundation and all these kind of things. You're like, get out, this guy can't be true. Get out of here. So we literally all laughed and kicked him out. And he remembers to this day that we kicked him. He's the only 
We're the only team that kicked him out of the interview early because we were so blown away by him. But sadly, he went ninth, you know, and we're back there picking 20th. So never had a real shot to get him. But certainly um, appreciate the career and, and what an impact he is as a football player. Take us behind the, uh, the curtain, Mark. Dumb question. Did you tell him, hey, get out of here, we've heard everything we need to know, or was it the cliche NFL draft, you played your cards close to the vest because you didn't want everyone to know how much you guys liked him? No, we, he knew how much we liked him. And uh, and then his agent at the time, I think it was Ben Dogra, uh, and Ben was very aware of what we thought of him and a few other players that were in that draft class. I mean, there was obviously, again, it was a, a loaded, loaded class of defensive linemen. But JJ, uh, but then I remember speaking to his agent prior to the draft and not keeping it close enough to the vest or not keeping it too close. Uh, you know, I said, hey, look, I don't think I can get the top ten. And, and his agent uh, was on the other line. He said, Mark, then you're not going to get him. And, you know, truth be told, he should have gone even higher then. Mark Dominic joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. When, when you are in that draft, because now with this J.J. Watt retirement announcement, we are seeing the first 11 picks. You know, poor Jake Locker and poor Blaine Gabbert because they, <laughs> they're, they're trending on Twitter. But you are sitting there at 20. Like, are you, are you thinking that maybe one of these guys is going to drop? And, again, there, there were other guys between 11 and 20 when you were yep. uh, picking as well. But, like, when you're sitting there, like, are, are, are you hoping you're going back to that draft? Can you take us back to, to where – did you guys think about trading up at any point to get any of this talent that we're seeing uh, revisited on Twitter everywhere today? Yeah, no, you know what, we did We did look into it. Um, you know, Robert Quinn was one that, you know, was starting to slip a little bit that he ended up going to the Rams. Ryan Kerrigan was a guy that I thought might make it to us. That was the one that we were trying to figure out if we could go get Ryan Kerrigan or not. And then, you know, as the draft unfolded, Kerrigan pulls, obviously Quinn pulls. They go, they, I, I don't have it in front of me. So I think 13-15 or 13-16, respectively. And then we still had a good board left. We still had, you know, a guy like we drafted Adrian Claiborne who played his nine years, but not to the level that we've seen, you know, Cam Jordan. And, and Cam Jordan to this day still likes to, you know, give me a hard time because he knew it was down to those two. I was trying to decide between Cam Jordan and Adrian Claiborne, and uh, we went with, the, you know, the consensus in the room, and that's the pick we made. And, and it wasn't like Adrian was a terrible pick, but when you look, because again, it's hard to play nine years in the NFL, but when you look at the, all the guys that went, I mean, a round or two later, a round and a half later, Justin Houston saw on the board. I mean, it was a, it was ridiculous. Von Miller starts the draft off. You've got Alden Smith, who was completely talented. I just couldn't win off the field. So it was a great class. Uh, and J.J. Watt um, deserves to be known as, I think, the greatest one out of that class, even though Von Miller's put up a good case. So I don't mean to go kind of in a negative direction, Mark, but I am curious your perspective on just this entire situation with Tua. I think everybody knows by now, but in concussion protocol after completing the game on on Sunday, I guess it was, um, just as as a front office guy, I mean, can how do how do how do you just handle this? Because on the one hand, he's talented; you've put all these pieces around him. On the other, and this is unfortunate, but it is the reality: is dating back to college, he struggled to stay healthy. Now these concussions seem to continue to be a problem. Don't want to, you know, uh, uh, put a bow on his career today, two days after Christmas. But this just seems like mm-hmm. something you're going to kind of have to deal with if you want to keep Tua as the face of your franchise at quarterback. Yeah, I think it slows down the process for Chris Greer, the general manager there, in terms of a long-term extension. I think it's, uh, it puts everything on pause, or you're going to create a contract that gives the club a lot more of the Derek Carr leverage when Derek Carr did his first extension, where you could walk out of the deal within two or three years of the deal and then sit there and say, okay, that was okay. We, we stomached it. Did we lose Mark? I think we may have lost Mark. Yeah, yeah. 
My question was so good it left him speechless. It's like the Dolphins' season. It's disappearing yes. before our eyes uh, on a four-game losing streak. Uh, Mark Dominic, former NFL GM, joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Dan Beyer. There's so much uh, to dive into with Mark, and I think the two the two situation is at the forefront. Go ahead, Mark. You kind of cut out at the end there. If we can, yeah. uh, we can grab you, but. Um, yeah, just finish your thoughts on, on where Chris Greer is as a GM and, and how you handle not to his health. I think you just have to slow everything down in terms of the negotiation. You've got to build a contract. If you're going to do a deal, you've got to build a contract that really protects the club because this is a lot of concussions and a couple more gets to be very serious. And so, you know, every, if anything, uh, I slow down any kind of negotiation and then let Tua get on the field. But I'm also disappointed – in our in our in our doctors and and our neurologists and and what's going on because it's you know this has happened multiple times now where two is on the field when he clearly should not be and you've got to look after the long term health of that player and right now the Dolphins don't feel like they've got that under control or the league doesn't either. Mark Dominic joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. I argued yesterday. I thought that the Broncos' offensive players fighting with each other was the final straw for Nathaniel Hackett. George Payton's the GM in Denver. They make the call, but there's going to be some changes structurally for the new head coach that comes in, going to be reporting to ownership. Why do you think Hackett got the boot yesterday, and how do you think things move forward in the Denver's co- in Denver's coaching search? And the defense, the defense has played pretty well. I mean, they've only lost Draymond Jones, who's a really good player that I don't think gets a lot of credit. But the defense finally caved into what the offense has been doing all year, and I think it was just a complete catastrophe because everybody's like, you know, this is just, we're just done. And sometimes when you get to that point of the season, guys are worried about getting hurt and not wanting to ruin next year. And so they're kind of not playing at the same level. And the coach's job is to get them motivated, keep them motivated to try to win through a game that maybe they, they can't or shouldn't. So I think you feel, and I, I hate it for Coach Hackett, known him forever uh, since he was a young man, because uh, Paul Hackett, when I broke in the league at the Kansas City, Paul Hackett was the offensive coordinator. So I've known Nate since he was, uh, you know, five years old. And I hate to see this opportunity happen to him, you know, where he gets the opportunity and it all falls apart. But it shows you it is hard. It's a lot harder than people realize. Just Saturday's learning it's very hard to be a head coach in the National Football League. It's very hard to be a coordinator, and it's just not coming together, and you don't understand why. So, um, you know, I think there will be a lot of changes. I think there will be a ton of changes uh, in that coaching step. But I do think for George Payton, who, who's going to stay as a GM, that for the head coach to report to ownership, that, that would make you uneasy. But you just got to do your job. You got to make better business, better football personnel decisions. And I think George needs to look not just at the coaching staff, but maybe within his own staff of people in his director of college, director of pro, to make sure that he's got the right people in there to make sure that he has a much, much better offseason mixture because they can't afford to have that same kind of situation. Uh, Mark, before we brought you on, we did talk a little bit about last night's Monday night game. If you were grading Brandon Staley this year, taking into everything, the injuries, the win-loss record, the fact that you know some things outside of their control are benefiting them, the Dolphins, Jets, Patriots all falling apart, how, how would you grade Mark uh, Brandon Staley after this, this season now having clinched a playoff spot? I think he's done a great job. The Chargers were the team I thought, you know, four or five weeks ago, we, I was on here and they're like, who's the team that you think could still find their way back in the postseason? And I felt like it was the Chargers. And what I would say about Brandon Staley is he's done a really good job on fourth downs and made really tough decisions and, and been able to execute on a lot of them. And that's not an easy thing. And I know they've been aggressive on it for years, not just this year, but it's working out in the right way for him this year. But I like Brandon Staley. I think he's a really good coach. He's got a good staff around him. He's obviously got the quarterback. And, and the one thing that, you know, after listening to the game and looking at the team, 
they are starting to get healthy. And that is such an important part, as you guys know, that as we see the Bengals lose Collins for the season, if the Chargers can kind of find a way to continue to get healthier as we get down to the postseason, that makes them that much more dangerous to play, no matter if you play them in the wild card, divisional, or conference championship, they're going to have a chance to be in those things. And I think that's what's exciting for Charger fans. Is it feels like they're getting healthy at the right time. Over 20 years in the NFL front offices. He joins us every week. Find him on Twitter at Mark Dominic NFL. Mark, we appreciate it. Enjoy the new year. We'll talk to you next week. Sounds great, guys. Thanks for having me on. Thank you, Mark. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Dan Byer sitting in for Doug Gottlieb today here on the Doug Gottlieb Show. A lot, of the, a lot of the stuff that's going on in the NFL right now is front office related. So it's great to have mm-hmm. Mark on and interesting to hear just on now how the Dolphins really may have to pause yeah. in their you know evaluation of Tua and what you want to do with him long term and in slow play it in the words of Mark Dominic. Very interesting comments. It's ironic that all year long we've just kind of sim- asked the simple yes no question is he good enough? Now I, I really do think with that a, a, an additional concussion. It's not a standalone they brought him back too soon the first time. It's now a second time on top of as we discussed yesterday you and I all of the injuries in college I, I, I think it's, a, it's great to have someone like Mark on because I think he confirmed a lot of what I think we all as fans think about how the Dolphins have to think going forward. It is always great to have Brian Fenley on, and I'm telling you what, this guy's on a high. Clippers wow. come back from what, 14 down in the final three and a half minutes to win in Detroit last night? Never a doubt, guys. Never. When you're a part of Clipper Nation, and it is a nation out there, want everybody yes. to know that. A small island nation, but yes. <laughs> not, not only was it a doubt, yeah, uh, exactly. it, it was doubted by Ty Lue, who pulled the starters you know, put the bench in, and they come back. I mean, it is the Pistons, but still. Like, 14 points with, what, 3.30 to go to be like, I'm like, there's no doubt I'm changing the channel. Absolutely no doubt. I am not sticking around for that. But now the Clippers taught us a lesson. They taught us a lesson in that games actually matter in December, and don't you discount that second bench, that second those reserves that come in, the second teamers that are coming in making noise because those guys bring the fire, and this team might just win an NBA championship this year. Ooh. How about that? Is that a hot take? I, I don't know, but I think I'm just speaking truth right here on the airwaves. But... <laughs> But, Ten teams played on Christmas Day. The NBA didn't deem them important enough to even play. But uh, but yeah, they're gonna. And that's just the fire in the belly that there they're you gonna go. carry with them. Yeah, <laughs> bulletin board material yeah. from Adam Silver. Who knew? Yeah, <laughs> Iowa Sam dropping the ironic yay <laughs> when his team is the most boring team in college football. They're, like, not, they're not six and six though. That's true. That's what I'm saying. I mean, because they play all those other boring and Big Ten the, West uh, teams. The Buskis winner on their team. So just saying. Uh, did they Jack throw Campbell. The- you're right, baby. There you go. Sam, does Iowa, do they throw forward passes? They know uh, that that's I don't allowed, know if right? they will in the Music City Bowl because they have a brand new starting quarterback, Joe Labas. Oh, will, will, wow. will he be lobbing it to Ooh. down the field? We'll see. We did talk this yesterday. I am excited for the Cade McNamara era at yes. Iowa, and I'm not yes. being sarcastic when I say that. So. Me neither. You're really excited. That, that's that's <laughs> that's really where I'm, your emotions are. I'm excited are. because it can't get worse, right? It's I'm excited. Like, it's like if you know, uh, it's like Brandon Staley this year. It can't it can't really get worse than last year. So, glasses half full. Again, we're glasses half full show. And when we do a credit pie for Iowa football next year, I think Cade McNamara is going to take the majority. How about that? 
I need to change my credit pie with the Chargers a little bit, I think. But that, that could be for another stay time. Stay tuned. Ooh. Yeah. I, <laughs> stay tuned. You're on Fox Sports Radio. Thank you very much, Brian. Uh, Aaron, you've got some travel later on in the week. Are you uh, caught up mm. in any of this? My wife actually told me, she's like, hey, you're going to call uh, Southwest before you just uh, show up at the airport, right? So that is actually on my to-do list on the way home from the Fox Sports Radio oh. studios today. I don't know if I'm going to get a live person. Um, so yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see with, with that. I'm, I'm not- my TikTok algorithm now is 50% airport videos of people complaining. And so today on the Doug Gottlieb show, here's the deal. Open phone lines, not for sports, not for sports at all. If you have been affected by this fiasco and have had a travel plan story that you feel is sufficient for a national audience, I want to hear it. Do you want to hear it, Aaron Torres? I, I do, and it's out of a out of an abundance of concern from me, but also because I'm sure it's going to be entertaining yeah. too. No, make it about yourself. That is definitely the first rule in radio. Eight seven seven. Say my wife nine, that's on, all I ever do. So nine nine on Fox eight seven seven nine nine six six three six nine. If you've got a nightmare story of what's happened to you. Um, or, or no, if it's happened to you, I don't, I don't want any secondhand stories. If it's happened to you, I want to hear about it. 877-99 on Fox. That's 877-996-6369. It is it. Every other video is a TikTok travel video. And then the other ones are just fake deaths. Have you seen that trend on TikTok? It's crazy. I, I, I still, I can't believe, I, I know we've discussed this before. I'm amazed how into TikTok you are. I ha, I still, I, I know I probably should from a professional perspective sign up for an account, but I just haven't done no, it yet. It has nothing to do professionally. It is know. completely entertainment and, and time wasting, but man, it can be entertaining at times. So, all right. Thanks to Brian Fenley. Get him on Twitter at Brian Fenley. Find Aaron Torres on Twitter at Aaron underscore Torres. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Beyer on Fox. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. I'm Dan Beyer. He's Aaron Torres. We put the bat signal out, and what do you know? Uh, We have heard from you. Get Aaron on Twitter at Aaron underscore Torres. Find me on Twitter at Dan Byer on Fox. We are also taking your phone calls, and we do not want to know your sports opinions. All we want to know is if you've been screwed over by Southwest Airlines at some point during this holiday season. Because, again, my TikTok, that's half of it. The other half, again, is, is this fake death prank where you say, like, a celebrity died and then watch your family freak out, Aaron. That's what's, Oh, that's, that's what the, it is? Yeah, that's the other half of, that's of TikTok right now. we got too but, many celebrities really dying. I don't need Yeah, I know, them, right? Yeah. I, I know. It is kind of funny, but still, it's, it's not funny. But it is kind of funny. It's not funny. This Southwest Airlines fiat is uh, not funny. Derek is calling from somewhere between Sacramento and Vegas. Derek, welcome to Fox Sports Radio. What is your travel fiasco for the 2022 holiday season? Yeah, I'm actually in my rental car. I just left Vegas probably about an hour and a half ago, but I'll start at the beginning. Flew out of San Antonio on Sunday. Um, Flight was late. Leaving San Antonio, arrived in Vegas Sunday. Took us 45 minutes to get off the plane because they didn't have uh, anywhere for us to pull up. Got off the plane, was at the airport. A couple hours in, the flight was supposed to leave at 4.05. Told that it was canceled. Stood in line for four hours uh, to rebook. Rebook to an 8.03, I think, 8.15 flight. And... uh, That flight was canceled. Got back in line for two hours to rebook, and then all the agents said they're done for tonight. Went to the hotel, stayed at the hotel two nights. Uh, They said that they would, uh, Southwest would contact us for um, um, rebooking. So went to the hotel, stayed at the hotel Sunday night, stayed at the hotel last night, ended up getting a um, notification from Southwest um, Monday morning, somewhere in there, and they said that uh, my next flight would leave out Wednesday, the 28th at 6 a.m., and then um, so, I got so, a notification about 10 o'clock last night that my flight at 10 a.m. was canceled. So I ended up booking a flight through Hertz, and I'm driving from Vegas to Sacramento now. Fortunately, I'm not riding uh, so, Southwest so, back home. I, I, I'm taking Delta. Yeah, yeah. I, uh-huh. I was gonna, well, I was I was going to say. So this all started when, like on on Friday. 
Well, what did for you me, for me, what? I flew out. For me, I flew out Sunday. Sunday, okay. But there were people right. at the hotel. I mean, I'm sorry, at the airport that had been there since Thursday. What? So speaking Jeez. to people, I already knew I was going to be late because they was already there for two or three days. Real quick, Derek, so, I'm supposed yes, I'm supposed to fly Southwest on Friday. Would, would yes. did you think these will all be resolved by then, or do you think no. I'm totally playing Russian roulette? Do you think no? Cancel? I would. I would. Yeah, I would definitely cancel or rebook. Yes, okay. sir, because I I, uh, I was just in Hertz line. Fortunately, I got there. They opened at 8. I got there uh, probably about 8.37 this morning. Wasn't supposed to pick up the rental till 10. And uh, I got there just in time because the line was so long. I wow. didn't take video, but I didn't. The line looked, I mean, you talk well, about 100 deep. I'll tell you what. Rental car line. Yeah. Derek, they should they should give you a key to Sacramento because no one has been through so much just to get to Sacramento in their life before. So that yeah. this is this is this is well, pretty amazing well, stuff. I'm my girl. Oh wait! Oh wait! My oh, he's meet- flew up from Canada. And okay. She had no issues. That's oh, the only reason geez. why I'm going. Yeah. So, okay. So, All right. Well, safe travel. I spoke to fly there, but I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. For safe, my, my yeah. Call. No problem. Thanks for the story, Derek. Yeah. Wow. That's so if the I, things you do for mess. love. I was gonna say if I divert my flight to Cincinnati through uh, Saskatchewan, that sounds like the the best bet for me. Yeah. I guess stuck in Vegas, there could be worse places as well. I agree. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was oh, my first great thought. stuff. We love to hear the stories. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Dan Beyer. After last night's loss to the Chargers, how do we really examine and analyze Jeff Saturday? That's next. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine tingling shows on AE Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.